All right, I'm going to get started. This is I so uh there's a whole bunch in here that I didn't really research at all, so uh yeah. Uh we'll just kind of go through it and see how it goes. <laughs> all right. I just want to note that Jeff said I was right for once. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I caught that, Jeff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 26, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and a little bit of religious nonsense. <laughs> it's been a lot of politics recently. Uh, that should die down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hope. Uh, and we give our opinions from, from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to join our Discord channel, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, uh, I, we have a new segment we're going to try out. Mm. Uh, I am excited. We're, we're, call, we're calling it. You've won me back. I'll stop looking at INBB. <laughs> we'll call it Profiles in Sedition. And we're going to pick out a couple people who were involved on January 6th at the Capitol building and uh, talk about them and uh, maybe pick one as being the worst of the uh, of the two. I don't know if Ooh, we're actually going to do like a, a bracket. <laughs> let's run a bracket, man. <laughs> March Madness Sedition? Yeah. <laughs> the Sedition Bracket? Jeff's working on it right now. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to go that deep into the to working for it, but I'm not going to oppose it either. So, you know, maybe. I'm only all in for this bracket if and when we come up with a winner, we actually try to contact the winner to come on the show and accept the award. Hopefully they're in jail, but we'll see what we can do. (laughs) Special guest star, Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But first, before we get to that, um, I wanted to to mention as a follow-up, Rebecca Jones, if you remember, she was the Florida employee who ran the COVID website, uh, who refused to alter the numbers to uh, make things look better, and she... Her house was raided. We had was the last time she yes. we mentioned her on the podcast. Uh, the police showed up. She refused to open the door. And then when they came in, the guns out, and there was the, the whole big deal about that. And we had a decent argument about that. But now, as of last weekend, there was a warrant for her arrest. She ended up turning herself in. She was released on jail last. I think it was last Monday. Uh, she had to post twenty five hundred dollars bail. Uh, and she was in there. She turned herself in after uh, she tested positive for COVID-19 while in police custody. <laughs> so she's dealing with having the COVID as well as being in jail, posted bail. And um, she, they're supposed to be setting like a trial date here sometime. Um, her bail was only $2,500. Yes. It's yeah. pretty Which, low. It is low, but considering what they charged her with, they charged her, I forget, I don't have it in front of me, but it's an unauthorized message was sent to like 1,700 people uh, via uh, the, this emergency response team that, and it urged people to speak up before more people were dead. 
And it said, you know this is wrong, you don't have to be a part of this, be a hero, speak out before it's too late. This message went out, supposedly from her, she says she didn't send it, to a whole bunch of people. And it was an unauthorized message. Now the problem with this is, pretty much all 1,700 of those people have a single account to send out this message. So the username and password is known by more than 1,000 people. Interesting. But she was not authorized to send the message, so that's what they are arresting her for. That's it. Sending out a message, unauthorized, on... It's not a public account, but at the same time, over a thousand people can log in and send messages over this thing. Using the same account. Supposedly the credentials for accessing the system were publicly available on the internet to anybody anybody to find and use. Yeah. So... But I'm very confused. She sent this message to other employees or to... Yes. Yes. Okay. Other employees. that's Allegedly. what they arrested her for? I thought she was leaking the inf- the actual real information at one point. If not, she sent it, yeah. Not charged with that at all. She's charged no. with sending out this message that was anti-what anti, anti what DeSantis was putting out. Right. To other employees. That was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And who called the cop? Like, who's charging her? The state. The state of Florida. So, okay. So, like, their attorney general. Yeah. <laughs> So run, run DeSantis. I mean, <laughs> right, right. So I'm just saying, like, I wonder if a judge would be like, "This is clearly revenge." <laughs> it looks like it at the moment. I mean, no, we haven't seen all the facts yet. There hasn't been a court case yet, but it's it, it looks like it. Yeah. And also, so they when they raided her home, they seized some of her electronic devices, not all, but specifically the the, the laptop that she was using to update the COVID dashboard that she created after she was fired. She created another COVID dashboard to say, here are the real numbers, because I still have my sources. So if you don't want to follow the official one, because now we all we know that the numbers might not be correct, you can you can get the actual numbers here. And uh, they seized that laptop that she was using to to post that information, but uh, not every other electronic device. So, and also when they searched these devices that they seized, they found no evidence that she actually sent this message. So if she sent the message, I don't really know how it's that big of a deal in any case, because you know, it went to some employees. Yes. It counted what the governor, the governor is saying. Okay. is, Is really what crime is she committing here? Uh, unlawful access to electronic devices. There's something in there. That's against the law. She was no longer an employee. She shouldn't have done it if she did, which they need to prove. Right. And there's very, I mean, there's no evidence that they have that says she did it. So not that's publicly available now. It really, to me, looks like DeSantis and his minions are going after her because she wouldn't do what she was told. Sure. There's a pattern. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is crazy. (laughs) Sorry. Apparently, Jeff's already got a bracket set up for us. So, uh, (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. Uh, We are going to need some help with this, though. So we're going to start with you guys. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Karen's got some more information. But uh, Jared, Ian, if you want to uh, throw some people in that you would like to talk about uh, that were involved in the insurrection, we can... Right right off the bat, I can see you're missing Rudy Giuliani in this bracket. (laughs) (laughs) We, We went with actual people that breached the Capitol building first. Right. Oh, okay. So that's where we're starting. We can throw um, so in. If, if, also, uh, Jeff, Grinch, anybody else who's listening, uh, especially our patrons, if you want to send a message and say, hey, I want to, th- this guy in particular. Like, mm. we know we're going to talk about the zip tie guy um, and, a, and a few others, but, uh, you know, if there's anybody we want to talk about, I'm skipping ahead again, though. I really wanted to hit the inauguration first. <laughs> okay, do it. So, real quick, I think, 
Uh, inauguration. Um, the Biden's uh, first day in office. I got a real quick list uh, that I want to run through of things that wait, he wait, did. Wait, 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 wait. Before you start. Uh-oh. We all know the entire inauguration was a deep fake, right? You, you're aware of this? <laughs> right. Wait till March 4th, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, you heard about March 4th, too. Okay. Yes. That's further down in the list. That's in our oh, profiles oh, okay. and submission <laughs> list. So, I wanted to start off with things that Biden did that actually got stuff accomplished. So first day in office, he appointed an official COVID-19 response coordinator. He uh, requires social distancing and masks in federal properties by federal employees, reinstated ties with the World Health Organization, bolstered the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, the the DACA, D-A-C-A, for the the Dreamers, revoked Trump's plan to exclude non-citizens from the census count, overturned executive order that targeted unauthorized immigrants for deportation, blocked deportation of Liberians for because they're Liberians, ended the Muslim ban, ended construction of the border wall, moved to have uh, U.S. re-enter the climate accords, the Paris climate accords, revoked the Keystone pipeline permit, reversed all uh, rollbacks that had been put in place to make uh, emission standards lax. He undid National monuments. There was a, an order to reduce the size of national monuments so the land around it could be used for, you know. Mining. Oil mining. <laughs> uh, put a temporary moratorium on oil and natural gas leases in uh, National Wildlife Refuge. <laughs> Reestablished a group to explore greenhouse gases. Ended the 1776 Commission, which mm. was uh, Trump's. I don't know, his his way of rewriting history, reversed an order that limited diversity and inclusion in federal agencies, appointed Susan Rice as the leader of an interagency to uh, root out systematic ra- systematic racism, reversed an uh, discriminatory action to reinforce the uh, Civil Rights Act of 1964, this is the LGBTQ stuff and gender orientation, moved to extend mem- uh, moratoriums on evictions, because people are going to be evicted um, because they can't do the, they can't they're unemployed and they're being evicted from their homes. Move to do federal student loan interest and principal payments uh, through the end of September, so people don't have to worry about their their loans uh, for the same reason. Ethics rules for his administration were written up. Froze all regulations put in place uh, by Trump to assess which ones could actually be enacted and which ones were complete garbage that need to be thrown away. And if you think that was a long list, I do, because I just read it. If you think it was a long list, there's a whole lot more he's done since. And if you think it wasn't that long of a list, it was kind of short. Well, you know, he wasn't president until noon. It was a half day. So (laughs) they were fucking ready. Yeah. 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 I feel like this whole week has just been housework. Oh, Just yeah. Cleaning, cleaning up most of Trump's shit. Absolutely. And it's going to take a long time to clean some of it up, but they've made a really good start. But you missed a lot of the important ones, like mm-hmm. the men with wigs going aloud into bathrooms oh. and the. <laughs> uh, well, it's been, it was 400,000 when we started the show, but I think it's up to 450 now, Ian. Jobs at lost. Least, for, at least 450,000 <laughs> jobs lost on the Keystone pipeline. Mm-hmm. I said to Ian last night they're going to have one employee per foot. <laughs> <laughs> on the pipeline. 
Uh, what were some of the other things I forgot? Uh, something happened in Baghdad. That was his fault. Uh, more people died of COVID. That was his fault. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, you only uh, listen to that, good shit. <laughs> there was that one time where he was speaking and he took off his mask. I can't believe he would have masks for federal employees and he doesn't even wear a mask. Oh, yeah. And we're he, took, he, took, he took a picture and took off his mask. We forgot the most important one, too. He was wearing a Rolex. Right. Oh, when he got man inaugurated. Of man of the people, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Middle class Joe, my Rolex. Rolex. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that special Peloton bike he has. Mm. Oh, I thought he wasn't allowed to bring it with him. No, they're making they a were new negotiating. one. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So by the, if, if nobody is clear on this, what Ian and Jared are listing <laughs> off are the Republican arguments against Biden because he's, you know, he's destroying the country already. He's dividing the country. Yeah. He's the most divisive president ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for unity, Ray. <laughs> As opposed Sorry. to two weeks ago. <laughs> where, oh, yeah. where, <laughs> go fuck yourself, liberals. I'll rip your face off if I want to. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know where to like. I, I I'm not surprised. I'm just so tired of the same bullshit from the Republican side every single time. The mm. Democrats in office. Oh, look at how how bad the deficit is. Oh, that deficit. Meanwhile, they didn't do anything for the deficit while they were in power for four years. Oh, Nothing. Ballooned it. it. Holy I, crap! They increased it. Yeah. <laughs> the the most shocking thing to me is like they didn't even give like a week grace period. They laid into this motherfucker day one. Yep. Day one. Like, a complete 180. All those things that Trump did that we never bitched about, like, it's so transparent. I, and But people eat it up. They believe this shit. Well, I don't, it's it's the, the, the tribalism thing. They they know that it's bullshit, but the, that's their team, so they get behind it. Yeah, but even – I get that. And again, I don't want to go down this road again where I'm saying, like, you know, maybe the species are diverging. Mm. But – I remember day one of Trump's administration, like, a lot of people are like, well, let's wait and see. You know, he, we didn't like a lot of these impo- uh, points to the to the cabinet, right? No. And then what, what was day one? Sean Spicer yelling at us that this was the biggest inauguration ever, despite the pictures. I mean, it was, like, easy pickings to be like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. You know. Started off strong. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, w- I think the next day he went to the CIA and was like... Uh, let me talk about my inauguration again. <laughs> Standing behind like a wall of like dead CIA agents. Just, I mean, it was like what well, took him three and a half years to stop talking about the inauguration size. Like I, <laughs> I haven't heard it for a while, but he definitely was six months ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Kelly and Conway and her alternative facts. Yeah, that was day one. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's just amazing the the. Just how slimy and like they just like okay whatever well now it's time to pick on Biden and doesn't matter what I said or just you know turned a blind eye to for the past four years. Nope, my team's up. Yep. How could you impeach a president who's who's not even in office? <laughs> how could you impeach a pre- impeach a president while he's in office? Flip. How could you impeach a president while he's not in office? What? <laughs> What's next? Are you going to impeach George Washington? <laughs> Maybe. Now is not the time. We'll get into mm. that later. <laughs> uh, so the only complaint I have so far uh, about Biden, and I know Jeff has the same complaint because I've seen it on his uh, Facebook post. There was a lot of God talk in that inauguration speech. Oh, my God. Just 
Let well, it go, man. I mean, I know that they're they're saying that he's going to end religion. The Republican <laughs> side is like, oh, there goes all your religious rights are out. Meanwhile, this guy actually attends church every fucking Sunday, and uh, Trump never did. I think I saw a meme about how he was he was in Daniels more than he was in a church. So stormy Daniels. Um, uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, what is that? Some department store? <laughs> I assume so too. But I was I was more marveling at the like. Can you not see? Like, that's the original Bible that he's taking his oath on. Right. Dude, I thought that <laughs> like, was a wizard spell book when I first saw it. <laughs> Are those, is it, does it have padlocks? Does yeah. It have, does it have brass hinges? Does he need to lock his Bible? It's so powerful. That Bible's got a direct line to God, right? You open it up and, like, light <laughs> shines like, out of yeah. it. <laughs> he doesn't want them falling into the wrong hands. <laughs> that thing's incredible. <laughs> Falling into the wrong hand. Nobody's going to sneak away with that thing. Jesus. <laughs> it's got to weigh like 20 pounds. Av- Ivanka could never pull that out of her purse and hand it to her father. No. Well, but I mean, he, but he's Catholic, so it, it doesn't really matter because the evangelicals poo-poo the Catholics. They're old-fashioned. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. They, they're, they're, they're not money-oriented enough for the evangelicals. <laughs> strangely, no. <laughs> they have golden palaces in Rome, and yet they're not money-oriented enough. It's very weird. I don't get it. I didn't really notice the god shit as much as you guys, or even... I, did, I just didn't care. I'm just so used to it <laughs> with politicians. I'm just like, whatever, sure. dude. Sure. Yeah, I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, he is religious, so as long as he keeps it out of the policies, whatever, man. But he, as Jeff pointed out here in Discord, he is the second... He has the inaugural address. He has the second most references to God, faith, and religion in American history. Only Eisenhower outdid him. And if you look at the the graph, uh, it is it is astounding. He and Ike are way above everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I mean, that yellow bar for Eisenhower is so high. It's like he got up there and was like, ga, 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 I'm going for the record. You can't stop me. What are you talking about, sir? Nothing. Ga, 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 ga. What's funny is that Kennedy's was so low because everyone was so paranoid that he'd be Catholic. taking orders from the Pope. Yeah, they're like, right. Jesus, don't even mention it, please. <laughs> it wow. is true. He he is only the second Catholic president in yep. American history. Yeah. But And he did post, a, what was it, half a dozen people in his cabinet are Catholics? But then again, there's about a dozen people who are in his administration so far who haven't mentioned religion once. So... Mm. And he has, like, three Jewish people, and uh, I think there was somebody who was Hindu. Like, it, it's pretty pretty diverse, so... Again, again. right, the bar is so low mm. right. that all Biden has to do is not bring up some guy who hawked fucking sleepwear on right. TV and start talking <laughs> about the Bible and how we need it. If he doesn't do that, I'm fine. <laughs> and we've yeah. talked about, you know, good Catholics or good Christians before. There are plenty of people that believe in God and yet are decent people. So I, I, mean, I think he falls in that category. Yeah, so far I have no reason to doubt that. Absolutely. No. Um, all right. Anything else about the inauguration? It was boring. Yeah. And yeah. I'm very happy with that. <laughs> Although I did enjoy every superstar that walked out that didn't come for Trump's <laughs> inauguration. Like mm. Springsteen. Garth Brooks, Lady Gaga, and fucking Trump got three doors down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, three doors down shut up for Trump? Yeah. Oh. Well, they, only 200 people <laughs> showed up for his going away, so, you know. I'm still sad about three doors down. <laughs> Ian, they played all their greatest hit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how about the, uh, how, 
<laughs> How about uh, Vice President Harris forcing the new radicals to get back together for her amusement? Did she? Yeah. They played she said, the I love you guys, reform for the inauguration, and they were like, okay. <laughs> wow. And they got back together and played You Only Get What You Give, and then they left. <laughs> Do they still name drop Marilyn Manson and Courtney Love in this song? <laughs> I assume yes. It's a little dated. <laughs> uh, the other thing about the uh, inauguration was, as is uh, apparent now in Discord, the Bernie memes were just <laughs> out of the world. Wow. Like, this is like taking the world, by, at least America, by storm. Yeah. yeah, it really has way more so than it needs to be. <laughs> it's, it's it's cute. I like it. It definitely has a classic Bernie Sanders vibe. He definitely showed up with kind of an energy and an appearance that said, "The inauguration is on my to do list. I can't make a whole day of it, right. but I'll stop by." <laughs> I got dry cleaning to pick up. I got I got to be at lunch. <laughs> I got to take care of whatever's in this Manila envelope. <laughs> right. I'm I'm suddenly now the chair of some really important commission. I don't I don't have time, <laughs> but I'll say hey. Even my job put an ad up with him with the Bernie meme in it. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, now the what he is chairman of is the budget committee. So yes. and and they can push budget stuff through with only a, a, a majority, majority vote. So he actually has one of the most important seats there there is currently. Um for sure. I mean, you know, I he's still outranked by like... Mitch McConnell, but hmm. how? Uh because Mitch McConnell barely they're barely able to to do anything. Mitch McConnell w- wasn't going to allow them to even take any of the the chair seats over until he got people to say that they would not get rid of the filibuster. Like he he is okay, still well, exerting his his power, what there is of it, as much as mm-hmm. he can. Do we yeah. have a section on this on this? Because I have a thousand questions about the Senate and how things work in there again. <laughs> oh, I don't have answers. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's some more stuff in the politics. Okay, we'll hit it a little I'm bit. Just very. Uh, Go ahead. I don't understand how. What power more does Mitch McConnell still have? I thought he's the the Senate minority leader now, isn't he? Well, he yeah. threatened to filibuster everything. Everything he scorched earth. He threatened scorched earth. It's still fifty fifty. But then there, who's in charge? Remember, okay, prior to this, wasn't the deal that when a bill comes up, Mitch McConnell go, "We're not voting on this. I'm Mitch McConnell. I can do what I want." Right, right. now that who Schumer. does that now? Who so is Chuck Schumer? So yeah. what power? So he's got the filibuster, which means he can sit there and fucking run his mouth for hours. They all can for days. And for days, effectively block. Right. But what do you mean? Can't we just wait till they're done talking? No, they can go forever. And why did the Democrats not do this? They didn't have enough people. You need to have exactly 50 to be able to filibuster? No, no you, you need, you, two, you need two-thirds you, in order to break a filibuster. Right. Oh and the God. reason that the Democrats <laughs> never did it was because the bills right. never made it to the floor. Oh, right. Right. There was nothing to filibuster. Right. Well, yeah. no, that's not true. Remember when they put up the, uh, to get rid of fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Affordable Health Care Act? And oh, that's why took, it didn't, it, that's it, why it didn't it, pass. <laughs> well, no, it didn't pass because John McCain thumbed it down. Right? Oh, they probably did that as a budget re- reconciliation. That's the one thing I have learned this week is the budget re- reconciliation don't require, they just require a majority. And since it's related to money, they wrangled it that way, I think. And also appointing judges needs a yes. majority. Yeah, just some uh, simple majority. Need a majority, so, so they could just confusing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, are you is. with me? <laughs> What's it? That, that it's confusing. Yeah, uh, I feel like Grinch is doing his best to sum it up. 
because the only thing the Republicans wanted to do was was force judges. Mm. And you can't – you only need – I don't know why you can't filibuster forcing judges. They changed the rules, so you can't. Can't we just oh, change literally. the rules? Yeah. <laughs> right. And actually, okay. Democrats started that. Democrats started that with um, lower court judges. And mm-hmm. um, when the Republicans got into power, they said, all judges. All we need is a majority now. And that's why we have idiots on the Supreme Court. Right. Okay. So but, why not just take away? Why not just take away this the filibuster that well, that's McConnell what, wants to keep? They are talking about that, and there's a lot of ups and downs about it. Again, mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever. Take it away. It's fucking dumb anyway. <laughs> there's a couple of moderates in the Democratic Party that said, "Please don't do that." There's Mansion out of uh, uh, West Virginia said, I, I, "Most of my constituents are Republicans. I'm trying to walk a fine line here. If you do this, I will sometimes vote on their side." Well, he also said, and and I totally understand this, that if you get rid of the filibuster, it mm-hmm. makes it so that the Senate can just pass laws. For the whoever has the majority as they see fit. And then you'll have this uh, back and forth of, of you know, oh, the Republicans are in charge now. They're going to pass everything that, that they want. And then if it swings one vote the other way, then you'll have so many law changes. And the, the Senate's there to slow down the law and make sure that it's, it's best for the country. Mm. It, it's there to make sure that the minority – has a decent vote. I feel like this was never used in four years. Well, the that problem whatever, was what, Mitch McConnell never brought that much to the floor. Right. Because this is an argument that, that, that Kasich makes all the time, is that the Republicans don't have any new ideas. They're not mm. writing new laws. They're not trying to do anything. They're just stopping everything else from being done and putting conservative judges in. That's all the Republican Party is now. Yeah. I guess that's true. I don't know where do you guys where do you guys lie on this? I don't. I, I think they should get rid of the filibuster. Uh, I, yeah, I think we the laws would just wildly swing every time that the 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 Senate changes. Though, I mean, it's bad enough with the um with the executive orders swinging back and forth. So, for instance, this this COVID bill that uh that Biden wants to do, mm. right, with the twelve hundred bucks and all the other bullshit, like is that one that needs a majority or needs two thirds? That's more uh, than budget reconciliation. It would need two-thirds to overcome a filibuster. But so they, we're, so all, we're not going to see that. Well, right. Now, that's also why they keep piling everything into the, the, the budget every year. They keep adding things into it because it's a budget rec- reconciliation and they can get it through. Right. I think t- what Biden wants to do is actually go back to the days of working together and finding common ground, and he's deluding himself. Yeah, I mean, he's absolutely right. deluding himself. Well, I think himself. that's what the guy from th- – that's what the senator from West Virginia is deluding himself about. Mm. He said, no, they – you know, the, the Republicans have lost their power. They're they're ready to work with us now. <laughs> that <laughs> is never going to be the case no. again. No. Until they follow through with their plans to have a civil war and these pieces of shit get violently beat back down into the ground every 150 years, it seems like they need it. Mm. They're never – they're done. The Republican Party is – is is can never be recovered. The Republican Party. That's why there's not going to be a third party. The Republican Party right now is the Patriot Party. Mm. There are no more Republicans. Well, the voters, at least. That's they don't care. The voters don't care. Voters are dumb. Well, voters I mean, are dumb, easily handled pieces of shit. And part of the, the Republican pro- Party is the Patriot Party. And part of the problem is right now, at least with a lot of Republicans, is that they don't know what Trump is going to do. Mm. In a couple months, they don't know what where he's going to lie, but they still fear his voice. 
Sure. They, I mean, the, the, the whatever percentage of, Repub- of people that still call themselves Republicans still follow him. And it's a really super high number still. I mean, yeah, the number. It's an enormous number. That's They don't fear him. They want him to come back. Yeah. And lead again. They, he was. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying if they want to go back to the old style of being a Republican. Oh, no. They, yeah. They, I, fear, I agree. they fear. But again, if they would just listen to me, Trump <laughs> does not fucking care about policy, doesn't no. give a shit. So do whatever the fuck you want, because Trump is going to do whatever the fuck he wants, and he, and it's just going to be to make money. He doesn't give a shit about taxes. He doesn't give a shit about well his own taxes. Uses, yeah, who uses what bathroom or what the mm-hmm. fuck? He doesn't give a fuck about any of that shit. You know, he's not like a Coke right. or a Sheldon Adams. You know what I'm saying? Those guys were like, there's no moral compass guiding him. No. Yeah, yeah it's just money. Yeah, yeah. those guys. Just, right, those guys he, wanted to control the peons. And Trump doesn't give a shit. He he doesn't want control. Well, Trump wants to control them through t- his sensational behavior. He wants them to donate money to his cause so that it goes yeah, in his and pocket. They did. And they did. Yeah, absolutely. Continue to. Absolutely. I I am I am fully I I, yeah, I don't think there's anybody, you know, other than I mean just like the of uh, the smallest of minorities who would expects or could could bring about a return to a more traditional Republican party. Very true. I would the party think- is Fully radicalized. I would think that the only thing that Trump might throw his voice at are the things that he came up with, like the wall. That mm-hmm. might be a sticking point where he'll fucking talk about that or whatever. But like other shit, like, you know, the, like, again, the transgender ban and all that stuff like that. He, he just did that as red meat. That's just red meat to his base. So let's, uh, while we're talking about this, let's get into some of the uh, Trump followers. Uh, and mm. yeah. This is a new new kind of segment, profiles in sedition. We need so we need we need a music cue for this. Yeah, I don't know what to use for it. Any suggestions? I'll, I'll something I'll, bum bum bum, <laughs> or some kind of award ceremony music. <laughs> Our first member to the bracket is Jake Angeli. You may know him as Q Shaman. He's the obvious first choice. I mean, he's got to go first. (laughs) I love the quote. You have partial of the quote in the uh, script there. Angeli said, this is a quote. Mm. What we did on January 6th in many ways was an evolution in consciousness, because as we marched down the street along these ley lines shouting USA or shouting things like freedom, we were actually affecting the quantum realm. What? Yeah. This dude is smoking some great weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so This is what happens to your mind when they don't give you enough organic food that you request. Yeah. <laughs> you start getting teleported to the quantum realm. Have you watched any of the parlor videos, any of the videos that uh, while they were in the on the Senate floor and looking through the papers and stuff, they were recording themselves doing uh, Cruz's great work? There was somebody yelling. You could constantly hear in the background, that was Q Shaman. Yeah. He was just in the side of the room or up in the the seats, just yelling nonsense the entire time. This dude is nuts. He he falls into this, like, special kind of hippie drug user thing that I I experienced when I was in college. Hmm. Like, I was friends with a bunch of dudes who smoked weed and really tried to live a hippie lifestyle, you know? In the modern but world, I, sure. Right, you know, didn't wash a lot, wore a lot of corduroy, you know, just very chill. But there was like a little subsection in there of them that 
that were hardcore libertarians hmm. that I never understood. Like that had like this real eat shit and die attitude when it came to things. And then there was like the regular ones that were just like peace, oh, love, man, happiness, peace yeah. and love, right? <laughs> and these guys dressed the part, smoked the weed, were super fucking chill, but then were like. Fuck schools, man. <laughs> you know, and I really feel like he falls into that category. Yeah, he. Um, just a little bit of background on him. He actually was in the Navy for a couple of years. At some point, he refused to take an anthrax vaccine and was scheduled for dismissal. So they kicked him out for not taking an anthrax vaccine. He's a member of Q. I don't know. He's, he's been. His shtick is he goes to rallies dressed like this to try to get attention. He's been a voiceover artist and actor, and he has he keeps a profile on the backstage website, which is like you know. That's what I was waiting stuff. for. Yeah, he's a failed actor. Yep, failed actor. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> he's self-published two books. I mean, he's just a, a attention whore. God, yeah. he's another one. He's just like Ben Shapiro, man. It, Not it, in the way that they live their lives, but Ben Shapiro yeah. is also a failed writer and wanted to be in TV and couldn't get in there. And then what do you know? Now he just bitches and moans about all the stuff. Oh, and he lives with his mommy. So, well, I'm glad he has a good relationship with his family. But beyond that, <laughs> I don't like it. So that's Jake and Jelly. He's he was candidate number one. And number two is a man called Spaz. <laughs> so yes. this guy, we've yes. definitely all seen the video of this guy. Uh, his name is Dominic Pozzola. 43, uh, the video that I know everybody saw, if you remember, there was a door with the window being smashed out by one of the police riot shields. The guy, they had taken one of the shields from the cops and they were using it to smash out the windows on this door that one of the ways into the Capitol building. He was the guy holding the shield. He was the guy busting down the window and getting in the Capitol that way. Oh, okay. yeah. Isn't he like some kind of business owner, too? Uh, y yes, I forget what it is. He does own a business, though. But he is the aloof, angry guy. He's been angry for very, a very long time. He went to a Catholic college up in um, central New York somewhere, um, was in the boxing team, got kicked out for, you know, because he was hitting people too hard functionally. Um, <laughs> he's just been arrested a number of different times. He's in the Proud Boys, super machismo, cut his hair after the facts and, you know, tried to... Hide. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pizzola Flooring. It's a flooring company, right? Monkey brain shit. Yeah, right? monkey brain yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, he just wants to hurt people all the time. Yeah. Prone to violence, prone to fear. I think everybody's Misogyny. after him. Wasn't he also ex-military? Yes. I think he was ex-military, yeah. A true uh, hero. Yeah, true hero. I think I he was a Marine, yes. Right after high school, it served from 98 to 2005, reached corporal as an infantry assaultman. Wait. Nine, okay, 98 to 2005. Okay. Yeah, 98 to 2005. So he was in for quite a while. He sure. never deployed, nor did he receive any personal medals. He was probably mad about that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he wanted to go shoot some brown people and get a pardon from Trump for doing it. <laughs> so this guy was wearing tactical gear. He had it didn't he was one of them that had an earpiece and was talking with other members like the members of the Proud Boys or am I getting him confused? No, he it was definitely a member of the Proud Boys. He was wearing you can see in the one picture he's wearing a mic. They were, he was communicating with people. So, yeah, he's one of those people that uh, they are, they interviewed one of his friends and they said, well, he recently friended me on Facebook and it was violent and obnoxious and I immediately unfriended him. So uh, He also, like uh, was just stated, uh, FBI added that uh, Spaz said that they would have killed 
Mike Pence, if uh, given the chance, uh, he is on a video yelling out, this is fucking awesome. I knew we would take this motherfucker over if we just tried hard enough as he, you know, busted into the Capitol. <laughs> I knew we'd take this over if we just tried hard enough. The only thing that was stopping us was a window. Right. <laughs> literally. It's because yeah, the police response. Literally, the, the, yeah. the police were like, oh, yeah, come in. Sorry. We didn't hear you knocking. Mm-mm. So yeah, he is one of the, you know, what we cl- kind of classified as type three. He's part of the army. He's military background, organized, wasn't hiding his face too much. I mean, we obviously have good pictures of him, but, you know, the military background and organized and definitely was there with a purpose in mind. It was not random. So with that in mind, to me, it's it's perfectly clear which of these two is, mm. uh, you know, your your favorite insurrectionist <laughs> for this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with Spaz. Well, well, yeah. well, wait, well, wait a minute. Like, yeah, what what's, is the, what's, what's what the we, criteria what for moving on? on? I don't know. Yeah. We haven't really defined that. Do you have anything specific, Karen? Well, I'm thinking somebody that could actually be, you know, uh, prosecuted for, for sedition. I mean, Q Shaman, you probably could, but he's more of an idiot than he is anything else. This guy was going to kill people. So I think he wins. That's just me, though. <laughs> and that brings up a bigger question on just how fucking moronic these people are. I mean, mm. Hugh Shaman is clearly – he cut, he's also got mental issues. That's quite yeah. obvious. And well, especially what? if you watch the video where he's uh, sitting at the at the Mike Pence's desk and talking like – first of all, the first mm. thing he claims out of his mouth is, I don't normally like to take pictures of myself. That's a clear <laughs> lie. Yeah. That's a fucking lie, dude. Um, <laughs> but I got to get a picture of myself here. He was all he's, – he's nuts. Yeah, I mean, the way he but, strung his paragraphs together was just a stream of consciousness of nonsense. Well, wasn't, it was, yeah, you wasn't know, it the no pose that we were talking about earlier? Did he take that, like, straight from the Ant-Man movie? Oh, Probably. <laughs> I don't oh, know. God, I wish he did. <laughs> Where he was impacting oh, the God. quantum realm? I didn't see <laughs> I didn't that film, that. I thought that's what it was all about. <laughs> um, but the other guy, Spaz, mm. was, he, was he under the impression that, he was, that if he got to the Capitol and killed Mike Pence... That he was going to walk out of that building alive, yeah, or a free man. He was under that impression. Yes, a, a lot hero of these people at the were. Very worst. Yeah, that is. He would have been happy being a martyr. Mm. So, does he have a mental problem too, or is he just that fucking dumb? Uh, he- yes and yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Yes. Well, I mean, by the same the same way that cult members are are. Yeah, yeah. He was ready to be a martyr. Yeah. for this cause. So, he is clearly the most dangerous of the two. So, so if but, that's the criteria, yeah, I say I vote for him. But so when he got in there and there was nobody to kill and the police were showing up, did he just like wander around and been like, I mean, I'm sure he was looking at offices and shit like that. Because, you know, we, we know some of them got tours and shit like that. They knew about tunnels and they knew about special offices and stuff like that. But after that, does he just like, oh, well, we got in. Now what? Yeah. He, I mean, he's what not, does he do? What? Uh, then he, well, like, what he's saying, he pretends that getting in was the goal and that they've won. Right. Oh, okay. He smoked a cigar in the rotunda and then he went yeah. home, cut his yeah, hair. You just, you <laughs> just well, adjust, he, he you tried adjust to go home. <laughs> right. You adjust the goal line until you score. Right. Right. Got it. Okay. He was willing to go as far as he could, and that's as far as he could go. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I'm with Jeff. I would like to smoke a cigar in the rotunda as well, but. I, mean, I, I have to. I have to imagine at least fifty percent of these people were just like swept up and caught up in the whole moment, and were just just wanting destruction. Yeah, you know, and just like okay, fine, you know, whatever. We fucked. We made our point, but like the other guys who had actual agendas or thought that Trump was going to be with them, mm. like what was going through their minds at the when they walked out? Like, eh? 
Want to go to McDonald's? I don't know. What do we do now? <laughs> I'm hungry. Let's go get a beer. I didn't break any laws, did I? <laughs> I don't know, because they were talking about revolution. Like, there are several different people who were like, yeah, this is how we do it. This is how we start the revolution. I mean, I don't know what the... Uh, how, do, how do you start a revolution and then, like you said, just go ahead to McDonald's? Like, I, <laughs> Yeah. And then, I mean, and if you remember, we were all talking about what might happen on Inauguration Day, and nothing happened. Which, by the way, I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> well. Roll the tape, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one guy at the New York State Capitol. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a sad picture. Like, I had the, uh, you know, uh, Incredible Hawk theme music going through my head as I <laughs> saw the picture of it. That guy just standing in front of the fence going, oh, I'm the only one that showed up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really must have been deflating for them to sit there and, like, keep watching the inauguration being like, and, wait, holy has, shit. Why hasn't happened is, yet? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's ha- it happened. He's president. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I thought I think they thought that the, the the military was on the inside and that they were going to rise up and you know take care of things. They well, thought that you know the Trump magic was going to happen and it was all going to be undone or not happen at all. And they still think that to this day. So yeah, we've got right, and I, we're, 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 we've got a lot of different articles about what we're talking about here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to mention on the Washington Post. I think Karen, you put this article in here. It's about the Pentagon restricting the DC Guard ahead of time. Yeah, you put it under the the title of how big was the coup attempt? Is there more information in here that I'm missing? No, it's just that I mean there were we talked about this I think last week. There were lots of little things that were put into place, and now there wasn't a giant coup attempt, but there were lots of little coup attempts all piled onto each other. And this is just another one. The Pentagon restricted the commander of the DC Guard and said you. You don't have the authority that you normally have. You can't just go when the Capitol Police call you. You have to check with me first. And then he was unavailable, functionally. So a lot of little things added up to a coup attempt. And this right. is just one of them. Yeah. So other things we were talking about, um, and I've got a, a bunch of articles here. There's an article on, um, again, the Washington Post talking about the QAnon, how, how Q is grappling with the idea that nothing happened. Like nothing, uh, nothing happened uh, as the president was inaugurated. Like they're still still dealing with it. So it, you know, cultists are reeling from it. Um, but mm. there's also an article on Vice that um, March fourth, it'll all change. Trump will be president again come March fourth. What? Yep. Does this well, remind scared. you of anything? All right. So the, the, remember, which is the cult that um, said that you know a meteor was going to come and wipe out? And there's been a number of cults that say that. But and it's always you know January 26th is going to happen. January 6th comes and goes, and nothing happens. So they always set another date. Sure. That's what this is. Are you thinking of Hell's Gates or Heaven's Gates? Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate and the Hail Bob no, Comet. Hell's but- Gates. <laughs> that's what, what is cult altogether? <laughs> what is the significance of March Fourth, though? So that's what I can't figure. The article on, on Vice gets into it a little bit, and I'm I, I'm just new to this information. But the idea is that there's a group of people called the sovereign. They call themselves sovereign citizens. They believe that a law enacted in 1871 secretly, secretly turned the United States into a corporation instead of and, and they did away with the government that the founding fathers actually created. So in 1871, that was done away with. Now, at that time, March 4th was when the inauguration would take place. It was moved up to January 20th so that there wasn't such a long lame duck session with the president who had been voted out of office. 
And they believe, the sovereign citizens believe, that on March 4th, the true president will come back because that's when the, the real inauguration is supposed to happen. Oh, but he'll actually come back as the 19th president, though, because all that time in the interim has been the corporation of, the, of America and hasn't actually been the government. So it, it, it just keeps going in crazy town. But yeah, that is he'll... some insane fucking yeah. <laughs> way right. to get to that. Yeah. So in the meantime, does Joe Biden think he's president or is somebody controlling him? Well, it's part of the corporation. So right. he's okay, just the okay. CEO. So, so he's just doing <laughs> what he's doing. He thinks everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And then on March 4th, the, the military, I assume, is going to somehow help Donald Trump, uh-huh. who lost votes. How do you, who decide? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> now with, I'm with, getting too much into mix, get too much into weeds on this. <laughs> mix uh, in with the this plan. The, the idea that in 1933 Roosevelt sold the corporation, the United States Corporation, when they ended the gold standard and replaced it as offering citizens as collateral to a group of shadowy foreign investors. So Biden is being controlled by the foreign investors, probably from China, if my understanding of these ramblings is correct. Uh, but not necessarily just China. Uh, so, yeah, United States is a corporation owned by foreign investors who are controlling Biden and trying to control you as a puppet. And when Trump was president the last four years, he was an actual president. He wasn't the corporation head, the CEO of America. I, I- Don't ask questions. Oh, OK. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's an inconvenient question. <laughs> and Jeff is correct. A lot of times the phrase shadowy foreign investors refers to mm. Jews. Um, and this goes, I thought it always did. This goes <laughs> into uh, another theory that it, the the blood libel theory, which that's uh, – we're getting too far. My brain just can't process this level of stupid. <laughs> but the idea that the Jews uh, sacrifice Christian babies and then use the blood of the babies in some special preparation of their bread that they serve to all the Jewish people. And this oh. is the blood libel. And this is it, – it's all wrapped in with this insane conspiracy theory. Wow. I don't even know how to address it. Like it's that just that far gone. <laughs> wow. But I also heard that a lot of uh, QAnon followers are losing faith. Yes. A lot of people are like, what do we do now? But yeah, like they're like, wow, he let us and turning on Trump, no less. Yeah. You know, he sold us out. He went home. Yeah. (laughs) Not enough of them, but some. Yeah. Well, at least there's some rational crazies out there. (laughs) I guess. I don't know how to square that, but. (laughs) So there's an article on the New York Times that kind of ties into that whole thing with the idea that um, the Capitol insurrection was part of a new religion. Now, we've talked about Trumperism as a, as a religion several times, but this ties in the uh, Confederacy, the lost cause, uh, when the, the South lost the Civil War. It, it ties into this whole idea, and this is why you have a whole bunch of people flying the Confederate flag in the Capitol as they were doing this. The idea that the South and the Civil War it wasn't about slavery, it was about Northern aggression, and the Confederacy, so this is like built into their uh, their belief system from the time, early days of school because it's it's taught that the Yankees can't came down as vandals and caused destruction in the South to take away the sovereignty of the South. That it was Northern aggression. That it had nothing to do with slavery. Wow. Wait, they had sovereignty? No, at no point. 
But that, <laughs> <Okay>. that's the belief. <laughs> and again, this is all kind of snowballing, leading me to my next thing from Religion Dispatches that talks about how were these people radicalized. There's actually a hashtag that was trending for a while, hashtag where were they radicalized. And just to sum it up real quick, they were radicalized in their youth. They were radicalized by the Christian national teachings, the private schooling, the homeschooling, which teaches has taught these people that the lost cause, the South will rise, the whole blood libel thing is apparently included in this, and that the, the nation needs to be taken back over by the real patriots because the corporation is in charge now. I don't know. It's an insane so level of <clears throat> layered. It's exhausting of, how insane it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you start believing so, one thing, you have to pile on and pile on to have it all make sense, I guess, right? I mean, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) No, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It is. Actually, I'm going to go back up to a story that we kind of um, skipped over because it didn't quite fit where where it was. But Mm. I found a new subreddit and it's it's called uh, QAnon Casualties. And it's people talking about their family members and friends that they have lost to to, to this cult. And it's- I'm joining this subreddit right now. It is. It's pretty amazing. I mean, the, the the stories that they tell are so similar. I mean, you know, the people start down the path a little bit. And once they believe one thing, it's this giant rabbit hole. And people spend all their time furious and angry and doing research on the internet about all this crazy shit. And it's, if you read some of the stories on QAnon casualties, it's all about family members disowning mm-hmm. other family members. Like the people talking about, you know, I I'm, was never close to my mother because she was always a little fringy. And now... She like there was one story that I read. There's a kid. He's still in high school. He he had to leave. Like he found uh, his mother found out that he didn't believe in what she did, and his brother texted him is like, "Dude, she is pissed. Don't come home now." And mm. so he had to like he had to run away. He had to go live at a friend's house. Um, and he's he's asking people on this subreddit, "What do I do? I'm at my friend's house now. I'm afraid to go home because my mother is batshit fucking crazy." <sighs> It's it's insane. Like it, it, that's got to be mental illness, though, right? I mean, no parent could like. Well, it's the same mental illness, though, that will let a parent put their child out on the street because they're gay. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. And remember, so, a lot of right. the Christian nationalism, these people believe in the Abrahamic tradition. If God tells you to sacrifice your child, you do it. That's the epitome of of being a good person. Yeah. So how do we? What do we do? How do we get them back? How are they? Are they salvageable? I think it's gonna die, it's gonna die down. Yeah, I think people own. will be very embarrassed at their behavior eventually. Yeah, I mean, right now you're seeing cracks in it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously Trump being out of the spotlight with no Twitter, they can't dissect his tweets anymore. They can't, you know, there's no there's no fuel for that fire a lot. Right, and I remember the guy's name, but the one guy who was you know suspected as actually being posting some of the Q messages, he basically said, "All right, calm down. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. away now. We're it's done." It was fun while yeah. it lasted, but this is getting crazy. Yeah, I feel like it got crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, so I'm sorry. First of all, all the conspiracies were really even tough for me to follow. But now for like the conclusion part. Jared, did you and Karen come to the same conclusion that these people are going to 
admit they were mistaken, apologize, and re-enter society as normal people? Some will. Is that I, what you believe is going I, to happen? I wouldn't say on a fucking diamond. Of course, not all of them, but no. it will die down. Uh, they'll just shift to some laterally other crazy thing. Yeah, but they may live to some go to like go back to being flat earthers. Things that don't really affect us, yeah. you know, other crazy <laughs> shit. Cryptozoology, um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, you know, whatever the other crazy shit they believe in. But like this one, I mean, this is. Gr- I mean, could you imagine if Donald Trump came out during his presidency and was like, "Hey, man, I don't know if the Earth is round. Could be flat." What oh the flat God. earthers would fucking do? <laughs> they would lose their fucking minds, yeah. and they would get more people joining. <laughs> right. So I, I again, a lot of this depends on what happens with Donald Trump. If he starts his own fucking news network on YouTube mm. or whatever, then maybe not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they need they they need source material still to keep the the crazy going. So if the, some right, of the source material th- disappears, I don't think that. Yes, I agree. I don't think he'll be gone long enough for them to for the flames to die out. They won't completely. I mean, there will be plenty of people that will still be you know deep in this world, but well, some of them will come back. I mean, you know what started all this, right? The one line that Trump uttered that started all this QAnon shit. Kofevi? Hmm. No. <laughs> no, Kofevi, that, that was still Sean Spicer trying to tell us that that was... Uh, hamburgers. <laughs> it, it wasn't hamburgers. It wasn't or, the origins of this word. It was when he... The storm is coming. That's right, Grinch. When he was sitting there with all the generals at some party and someone's like... And he was like, some might say this is the calm before the storm or the storm is coming. That is what kicked it off. Yeah. Hmm. That's when you start seeing signs. I mean, now we have members of Congress who are in queue. Yeah. But again, a lot of this depends on Trump. If Trump stays quiet and just wants to make money and does this shit, it's it, he just doesn't have the voice that he had before. Right now, he's he started like this week or yeah, this week <laughs> well, so far. Well, yeah. for the past two three weeks since he got banned. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, look, look at the difference between January sixth and the inauguration. You know. That's a big difference of of people storming a capital and uh, and one dude standing out in front of the New York State Capitol mm. for sure. I so, guess, yeah, as soon as he finds a new medium, right, right, I, I think it will be back up to a nine or a ten. I'm playing the old timey wimey thing where I'm like, I can only predict this future if we stay on the track we're on now. <laughs> Things could change, and then new predictions will come in. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what makes him more money though. I don't know if going that route. I mean, I don't know that whipping up the the QAnon crazies gets him money in his pocket. But again, it depends. Like he can't start like like I made the joke about a YouTube channel, but he can't do a YouTube. That's not going to make him a lot of money. No. That'll make him some money, but they'll they'll kick some. him off though eventually. And YouTube is already yeah. Been, yeah, YouTube's been cracking down on anybody posting lies. So yeah, but I mean, OAN and Newsmax must be making money on YouTube. I don't know. I mean, again, I know most YouTube creators like you've got to be super fucking popular to make millions. But even then, like PewDiePie only made like seven or eight million dollars a year. I think at his best. He needs to make hundreds of millions to get out of debt, so. Right. I mean, that's not enough for Trump. Yeah. So, I mean, and to start an actual news network on that's fucking work. TV. That's yeah, work. That's, well, he's not going to do the work. He'll pay some. But he doesn't, sure. have the, he doesn't have the cash for that shit. So he can't fund it, no. I, I do want to continue this conversation real quick mm-hmm. uh, before we get off the completely off of what happened. Franklin Graham came out and said that, uh, yes, you did see Christian iconography outside the Capitol, but none of none of the Christians went inside. None of the you <laughs> never saw any of the Christian iconography inside. So it, a Christian would never do that. 
Are you kidding me? Apparently, he never watched any of the videos. But uh. yeah, they're doing the fucking prayer right in the (laughs) right in the Senate chamber. Yeah. Yeah. But that's his excuse. Is well, there were crazies there, but none of them were Christians. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in real quick. Um, so you were talking about Trump finances. There's a good article on the Washington Post talking about uh, the fact that his company, Trump's company, is in massive crisis. He, like you said, Karen, he owes in the, somewhere he he owes the Russian banks like somewhere in the rounds of what is it, four hundred million dollars? Well, it's, it's German bank, but oh, sure, so, sure, funded by the Russians, very possible. 170 million loan outstanding just in his Washington hotel. Uh, that hotel saw a 44% drop in income this last year, uh, mostly because of COVID, but whose mm. fault is that? But with the Doral is, uh, I don't remember exactly what it, where the numbers are, but the Doral is, is, uh, um, down. Yeah. down 60%. No, Doral's down 44%, and the Washington one is down 60% in income. Like, they were barely surviving to begin with, and now they're he, they're making half the money that they were prior to COVID. Oh, I read an article that Mar-a-Lago is like the saddest fucking place to go to right now. Like mm. people are leaving and giving up their memberships because it is just so dour and horrible to be in there right now. And this is from a guy who is writing a book on Mar-a-Lago called like Mar-a-Lago, the new seat of power or something <laughs> like that. Because he's probably just wandering around there like – well, I won, nothing. right? I won, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, Mar-a-Lago supposedly did did make more money this last year, but of course, that's from all of your tax money going there every time he went golfing. Well, um, he also doubled the the cost of entry, and he spent a lot of time there, so a lot of power brokers bought right. in mm-hmm. so they could have access to him. Yeah, that's a good investment from their point of view. So they're all quitting now. <laughs> yeah, who wants to go down there and talk to a loser president? <laughs> What's a he going to do? A one-termer yeah. with no power left. Well, he has some power left, but no. Yeah, apparently unlimited because we started the show where he still controls the entire Republican Party. Yeah, somehow. Except he's not doing anything. They're just afraid of him. They're such fucking cowards. Well, they're afraid of yes. the people that support him. <laughs> yes. They're afraid of losing their own power if they don't support his madness. Right. Wow. So on his way out, uh, he did manage to grant clemency and pardons to, what is it, 143 more people? Sounds Lil Wayne, right. bitch! Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the big thing is, there were no Trump names on here. Bannon was on the list, and that could be interesting later, because he pardoned just Bannon, Bannon, but then didn't pardon the other people who were who committed the same crimes as Bannon did. So... Now yeah. Bannon can't be charged with that crime. He can't, you know, continue to be charged with the crime, so he can't plead the fifth and may have to be a witness against his co-conspirators. And if you remember, do you remember what he did? I had forgotten what he did because this was all after. <laughs> this is great. Well, he it was a build the wall fund, and it was all about send us your money, and we will use it to build the wall. And then they bought houses and boats with the money. <laughs> he got pardoned for suckering Trump supporters. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he has secrets. He knows things about Trump. He had to get a pardon. Well, he was only he was one of the one of the only few people who would go talk to him after the riot. It was him and the My Pillow guy. Sure, but I'm saying that and, and Sidney Powell. Uh, yeah, Sidney Powell. <laughs> I'm saying that um uh Steve Miller uh, um not Steve Miller. Um, Steve Steve Bannon. Bannon. Bannon has something on Trump. He knows something about him. No, he doesn't. He gave him money. Well, Everybody who got a pardon straight up gave him money. 
couple million. That's true. It was one to two million dollars yes. to get a pardon. You know. Hundred percent that that's what happened. Maybe both. All these bought pardons were bought and paid for. Little Wayne stood next to him and said, "I love this guy. You should vote for him." <laughs> and then got a pardon the next day and was like, "I didn't do that for the pardon. <laughs> I really do like him." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is he still listening? I still like him. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that Joe Exotic had a limo outside the prison waiting for him for the pardon and never got it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, his his argument was he was just too gay for the president to to pardon him, which that may be true. (laughs) That that could be true, yeah. Maybe he was afraid that he would talk about Trump's balls at (laughs) when he comes out. (laughs) Uh, then there's the whole conspiracy. No, it's not a conspiracy. There's a whole thing that um, Trump tried to get rid of the acting attorney general uh, in order to overturn the election. This is another one of the, well, it was a, a step toward a coup. There were a lot of steps toward there being a coup. Man, we need to fix this shit before somebody competent gets in there mm. and actually yeah. tries a coup. Because they tried, several of these things could have worked if they had just had some idea what they were actually doing. So I don't understand how this one would have worked, though. So the the theory was, what he wanted was the attorney, the acting attorney general to go to the Supreme Court and say, overturn the election. How How was that going to happen? I mean, the entire upper echelon of um, the attorney general's office had to threaten to quit before he would back down. I don't understand how it would help, though. Well, I thought they were also, he was sending a letter to Georgia to have them pull the deciding votes for Biden and like there were several different steps in this. It wasn't just Yeah. Yeah, sure. Going to the Supreme Court. I don't yeah, I I guess my assumption that it was actually a uh a a plan that would work is probably faulty. Right. <laughs> yeah. But he tried. I hear he's got a hit list. I don't know what he plans on doing with it. <laughs> but he is not happy with those motherfuckers down in Georgia. Wow. That that's likely true. Yeah. Uh, some other political things real quick. Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy, uh, he is seeking Trump's endorsement to run for governor of Minnesota. <laughs> and but he also just got banned from Twitter. <laughs> and yeah. he did just get banned from Twitter. Wasn't that just today? Yeah, it was today. <laughs> has he been has he been sued by Dominion yet? Because it's coming. I don't know that he was named in their lawsuit. As I as I know right now, only Rudy has been sued by Dominion. Oh. I thought uh, Sidney Powell was also she was, sued yeah. by Dominion. Or was she threatened with a lawsuit and she went, what are you talking about? I love President Biden. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. They they told her that a lawsuit is pending. Please preserve paperwork. And she went, oh, I'll be good. I do like the but, fact that they're, <laughs> they're not just suing him for $1 billion. They're suing him <laughs> for $1.3 billion. <laughs> billion with a B. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I was listening to somebody, I can't remember who it was, they're like, that means somebody did some fucking work right. and figured this out. Yeah. yeah, like, they're not just throwing a number out there for nothing. I, I think I saw it on Seth Meyers. He's like, if you sue somebody for a billion dollars, you know it's just like, ah, they're suing me for a billion dollars. But if it's $1.3 they're like, oh, wait, what, what do you have? What do you got on me? <laughs> <laughs> what math have you done? Yeah, somebody crunched some numbers and came up with this. Right. <laughs> Uh, we mentioned before, uh, we do have QAnon believers, and who knows how much of the bullshit they believe. It's kind of like, you know, it reminds me of uh, Scientology. Like, you get so far into Q, 
Mm. You get so far into Scientology before you you hear about Xenu, right? Mm. How much does Marjorie Taylor Greene actually believe? We don't we don't know, but she, she we know she believes some of it. And apparently yeah, no- uh, she is under pressure now to resign because she has recently asserted that the Parkland school massacre was fake. She won't. She will not because the the problem with Q though is that there's no book at the end. There's no truthism in the in the middle. There's just nonsense. That other people are, are shouting out into the internet void. Right. So there's no source material to get to and that's in the middle that says, oh, crap, Zeno. Well, that's really towards yeah, it the end. A, it starts out with Zeno. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of true. Zeno's small potatoes for Q. <laughs> uh, I think I left it out, but then there was the, the multiple... Uh, representatives who were trying to carry firearms into the floor mm. which is strictly illegal yeah. I, is that her is that is that marjorie green as well or is that it's bobert? bobert bobert was yeah. was a big one she's a huge second amendment woman and but there was a guy as well did you know that she owns a, mm. did you know that she owns a restaurant shooters yes yeah where the where the waiters are all armed <laughs> <laughs> well they're asked to be wait yes. green or, or, or bobert 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 yeah, okay. And also, did you know that in uh, 2017, her uh, her restaurant catered or did a, a thing at the local fair and ha- po- had food poisoning for more than 80 people who attended her uh, her, her, her van or food truck or what, whatever they brought? Wow. That's really? a lot of food poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. So, great restaurant. I'm never going there. <laughs> well, there's it's, many reasons. What, I don't even... Well, that, <laughs> apparently, her business model was like... I really want to open a Hooters, but let's give all the waitresses guns and slap an S on the word and we'll call it our own thing. <laughs> but like, what? I mean, what? <laughs> what is the fucking appeal of that? Well, um, the problem is, is they are she, they are true Q believers. Right, but I'm talking. Oh, no, people this, are really into guns. Oh, that, no, no. The, and the I, I get okay. that. I get that. But what about going to a restaurant where someone goes, you know what would make this? Way better if my waiter had a fucking a firearm. <laughs> the, well, well, like I get it. Like I get it. Like it's kind of like a theme, right? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe that's it. Because that well, again, and it's not a waiter. It's an attractive waitress in a tank top holding as as Jeff know, says, my gun. <laughs> hold, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right, but you could have easily had just. And I get it. Like it's it's the theme, but like. Who's going to go to this? I, I don't know. I'm just so confused by everything that people do. <laughs> you know, That's this fair. restaurant has really great wings. If only the waitressing staff had firearms on their side. <laughs> yeah, like I'm expecting like Homer Simpson-esque shit to go on in there. We're like, hey, can you open this beer for me? And they shoot the bottle cap off or, you know. <laughs> you know, or it's like, hey, go into the – now this would make sense and this might actually work. You have a shooting range in the back, and you can eat chicken wings and shoot guns at targets at the same time. Uh, not the same time. That sounds messy and disgusting. Oh, you get your well, gun well, dirty. yeah, for you, because you're a rational human being <laughs> and would never go to this dumbass restaurant. Now, if I could have wings would. go shooting and then come back and have more wings with some white, with some wet naps in between, now we're talking. <laughs> now, and so you're allowed to bring a gun in there and drink at the same time? Yeah, that's always a good idea. Whew, man. I give that place a fucking wide berth. Straight bullet come flying out of there. <laughs> Sorry, that picture sums it up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it does. All right. Uh, it- Although I have to say, I bet you that place will never get robbed. <laughs> well, that's probably, probably true. <laughs> All right. Anything else in politics? And yeah, we kind of rushed it a little bit, but there's so much. But yeah. Anything else you want to talk about this week? 
Joe Biden's destroying the country. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, uh, I do, but I feel like we're already pretty deep. Right. And I, I don't want to risk anything that will send the show on another okay. tangent. It might still be relevant next week. I'll give it's it a It's likely, <laughs> like I said, we're going to be covering a couple more uh, conspiracy or... Uh, uh, seditionists? Seditionists. Thank you. We need names. Send them in. <laughs> Coronavirus, real quick. Uh, I didn't get the title of this. I'm ex- I'm expecting that the Mexican president said this, that he wouldn't Mexican, get coronavirus, yes. saying, stop enemy, the heart of Jesus is with me. He has an <laughs> emblem that he carries in his pocket. It says that on it in, in Spanish. Oh, so that, prote- so, oh, the, the protective shield, get thee yes. behind me, Satan. Yeah, gotcha. Yes. So God's uh, protecting him from the coronavirus. Apparently God looked the other way. He is positive for uh, coronavirus. <laughs> Yep. I think that's this week's. Wow. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is like the 15th story we've heard where somebody said something like this that we only know of. Right. I think oh, we, we do well, like one a week just, just because. Just stop opening your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop opening your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that totally reminds me. And it is relevant. And it's right now. And it's quick because there's no tangent needed <laughs> because it's it's 100 percent in line with what we're talking about now. My rival at work? Mm. Guess who has the coronavirus? No. <laughs> Not surprising. Is he, still, is he still coming to work, though? No. Ah. No. So he, on Saturday, okay, no, on Friday, I came home and I talked to my wife and I said, yeah, you know, I said, hey, your dad. And he was talking to, you know, my Person? arch nemesis. Yeah. And... And I said, in a weird twist, my arch nemesis was wearing a mask the whole time. Hmm. And I was like, I, he's got, you know, a big American flag mask and I'm fine. I'm like, oh, he's wearing a mask. And I'm like, but I was, I genuinely was suspicious of it. I was like, why? What's going huh. on? You've never worn a mask before. So Saturday he calls my boss and says, Hey, I just got, my wife just got her tests and, uh, she is COVID positive. And my boss said, great. Don't come into work for the next two weeks. I no longer need you. Mm. You know, until then. And he's like, well, I, I don't, what about, I, maybe I'm not positive. I haven't gotten a test yet. And he said, I don't care. Do not come back here for two weeks. Whatever else you do, figure it out on your own. Yeah. And I said, when I found out about it the month yesterday, I said, good. Do you know what that means? That means he knew his wife had COVID on Tuesday when she went to go get the test. Mm. She got the results on Saturday. Tuesday or Wednesday. She got the results on Saturday. That's why he was wearing a mask on Friday. This isn't a, he found out and he alerted you. Mm. This is a, he's known for a week. And so he, he called in today and he's like, yep, I have COVID. Sorry. And he potentially so, did infect you. Oh yeah. Jared, I'm telling you, I'm moving <laughs> yeah, ahead. Yeah. I really, first of all, I was not aware that you were working with somebody who was not wearing a mask. All of my coworkers don't wear a mask. They only wear masks Ooh. to placate customers who come in. I'm the only person there who wears a mask from the minute I walk into the store until I start driving home. Which may have yeah. may help you. Sometimes all the way home because I just don't feel like fiddling with my mask in the car. <laughs> See, I can't stand that. I, if I'm in my car and not with somebody other than Karen, yeah, I, the mask is off. Like I. I see a bunch of people sure. driving around by themselves with their mask on. I'm like, why are you doing that? But, you know. I, I, I do it sometimes, Ray, because you know what? Laziness. No, it's warm for me. Oh, it's warm. It's oh, so it's fucking warm. cold sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's warm. I'm not taking it off. Also, sometimes it's like, well, I'm getting in the car and I'm driving 45 seconds to someplace mm. else. I'm not going to take it off and then re-put it back sure. on. I don't know. To me, it's not that but, difficult. Yeah, but. 
Yeah, Ian, though, I think you're going to win because I've managed to uh, knock down my office time to one day a week at best. Nice. Mm. Congratulations. Um, That's great news. Yeah, I managed to convince my mother to only – well, she's probably in and out there all the time, but actually having a sit in there. So uh, we'll see. Hmm. And I I was supposed to go today, and I didn't go because of the snow. So Hmm. A couple of the uh, coronavirus uh, don't believe it, which nobody who listens to this podcast will believe it, but I just find them so astounding. You will not test positive for COVID-19 because you got the vaccine. That is a fallacy. If you get the vaccine, you will not have the virus in your system because of the vaccine. Uh, Also, vaccine production was not halted because of vaccine-related deaths. That is simply not true. There were a bunch, uh, what was it, Norway reported that there were 23 people who died after receiving the the vaccine that was being used there. Um, Yeah, as it turns out, those people were likely going to die anyway. That's why they were given the vaccine. They were all in nursing homes. They were all over the age of 80. They all had high high problems, uh, systematic problems. So there's no correlation between those deaths and, uh, and the vaccine. Also, the number of people vaccinated in Norway is in the millions. Mm. The fact that 23 people died is it's, it's an outlier. It's insignificant. Another from the J post, ah, there's a rabbi saying, and this is mm. not true. <laughs> Vaccines do not turn you gay. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't think that needed hoping. to be said, but <laughs> nope. <laughs> that rabbi caught one of his friends hooking up with another two, and the guy was like, "I'm sorry, it was the vaccine." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never done this normally. <laughs> they say that it's uh, vaccines are manufactured by a global malicious government made up of a combination of secret societies, such as oh my god, it's the same shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Uh, under religious nonsense, I'm just wrapping up here. Uh, Catholic bishops, I think this was in New York, but somewhere in the U.S., they signed a statement condemning the bullying of LGBTQ youth. So what? good for them. It's good that some bishops got together and said it's not right for these people to be bullied like this. And they, they, they're trying to make a statement that... Uh, the church describes homosexual acts as being against God, but not the people. We shouldn't bully them. However, where do you think that these bullies got the idea that these that these kids were doing something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> One or two passages that you blew out of proportion in your in your big book. They don't get it. Like they can't make the leap. The idea that hey, maybe it was something we said. <laughs> and I had to mention this as my final story. In Oklahoma, a lawmaker has proposed a bill that calls for the creation of a new hunting season for Bigfoot. Ooh, cryptozoology. Awesome. That's right. A lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot, but hey, a lot of people do, Humphrey said, the guy who introduced the bill. He says that tourism is one of the biggest attractions we have in my district. I want to bring people in. Uh, This is not going to be a hunting for killing. It's going to be a license for people who want to hunt Bigfoot in order to take pictures of the elusive creature. Can't they do that anytime? Yeah, why do you need a license or a season for that? That seems because absurd. Because if, there's a, if you have to do a license, then you have to pay the government. <laughs> yeah, smart, Ian. You should have thought of that. <laughs> I didn't think, was it Oklahoma? Oklahoma's a big location for Bigfoot hunting? I thought it was mostly Pacific I Northwest. I thought so, too. 
apparently, maybe he's talking about Skunk Ape. <laughs> or some other variation. Right, Jeff says that there's now a license to take pictures of his cat. You have to get a license for that, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same same idea. Anyway, that's all I've got. You guys got anything else? I'm cool. sure there is, but <laughs> <laughs> so much. Mm. If you do have any uh, sedition people that you want us to talk about specifically, please let us know. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, you can email it to godless at profaneargument.com. Uh, but in any case, uh, I think that's all we got for this week. Um, want to thank yeah. our patrons for supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, your supporting the podcast has allowed. I just renewed the soaring eagles of freedom.com. So we're still <laughs> going to keep that website at least another year. So visit it if you, if you want to see what is not a whole lot there, but I made it real quick. But if you have any ideas for it, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, you can support it by sharing the podcast on social media or leave a review or sign up on our Patreon page and come join us as we record on Discord. Uh, if you can contact us at our Facebook page or tweet at Pro- ProfaneArg if you have something that, uh, you know, you want to tell us. Also, uh, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts and the archives of said podcast soon to be named network.com uh, again thanks for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you